Welcome to Business and Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Bratzo Pobridge. This episode is sponsored by Life Success Academy, a place where you recreate your business and personal happiness. Hello, Karim. Here we are again. How are you, buddy? Uh, Always a pleasure to see you, Bratzo. How's everything? Good, good, good. Same here, my friend. Same here. So... You know, you went through a lot of coaching. You went through our post-coaching master coach. You you produced like so many amazing deliverables. So truly, truly, truly amazing that our uh, um, you know presentations that you created were like totally client ready, like absolutely beautiful. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about coaching, right? So. You know, you as a, as a new coach, things that you're going through, and then if you have any questions for me uh, yeah. that, uh, you know, I might be able to help, let me know. Perfect. Um, so I have to admit that at the beginning, like before we started the course, um, the difference between coaching and training and a lot of other things, and I'd love to hear your um, insight on that before I share my experience. Um, the difference between coaching and training and mentoring as well as um, just like therapy and psychiatry and all that. Um, so in a nutshell, um, I found that the, the main benefit of coaching, which I actually got from one of your clients, uh, Kelly, was um, that coaching helps empower people. That was like the answer that really sh- not only shook me, but made me feel, okay, wow, so coaching really does change people's lives. Um, and that's when I realized, oh, okay, so my main job of training is completely different. In training, I'm giving you knowledge and skills to learn and to apply. And mentoring, I'm actually giving you the solution. But coaching is completely different because it sort of gives you the key. And as you said, and a lot of people say, um, you ask the right questions. You show, you lead them or you advise them towards the right door. But you don't actually give them the solution outright. So that's what I learned from uh, in my experience from your course. Um, what what do you think are the differences between these things or these fields? Yeah, yeah, no, there's certainly like, there are huge differences between, you know, each one of these. I, I do know that often question will come up, you know, therapy versus coaching. And I have seen actually, just to give an idea, I have seen a lot of therapists and psychotherapists, uh, a lot of my colleagues moving from that field into coaching. And what I've heard from them is the reason that they're moving is because in a coaching, they see a lot more positive things happening because when somebody comes to be coached, this person can be doing great already. He just, she, he or she needs some help in specific area. But usually, you know, in a therapy and psychotherapy, we're dealing with people that we really, well, we, I, I'm not, I'm not therapist. I'm not psychotherapist. I just meant generally dealing with the people who really need a lot of help and figure out, you know, because a lot of these people are, you know, might be depressed and dealing with really big problems that we coaches cannot help. We are not trained. Have to, you know, new coaches have to be very careful. We are not trained to uh, to be therapists, all right? Yeah. While some therapists that are moving to coaching can do coaching and use some of the ter- therapy tools. So yeah. what's the main difference, right? In a coaching, it is our goal, or it should be our goal, to help our client 
as quickly as possible and use this, you know, brief coaching technique, right? I know some of new coaches will say, yeah, but I, you know, I need more sessions. I make more money. No, right? They might ask, they might come back for different things depending, you know, what they came, but they didn't come to therapy. You don't need to dig their childhood and parents and grandparents and brother and sister and, you know, no, that's not your job as a coach. Your job as a coach is to, uh, uh, to figure out where this person wants to go, right? And sometimes they don't even know. So it's our yeah. job to help them. Often yeah. that happens. They come with one thing and basically they want something else. This happens a lot. You, you know, you'll get that from, through experience. Mm -hmm. But your job is basically to help them to get from that point A where they are today to point B where they really want to go to coach them. All right? Mm -hmm. So that's really, that's really our job. And, uh, and our job is not to give them solution. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, mentoring is you're mentoring somebody to get better at work. You're teaching them a lot of things. You're mentoring it. That's different, right? That's yeah. not coaching. Because you yeah. are basically telling them in many ways what to do, right, as you mentor them. You're helping them very directly and specifically. And then, you know, in training and facilitation, that, and you do, you do a lot of that, right? You are a corporate trainer. Uh, as you said, we give them knowledge, we give them tools, and, and I think... Uh, applying a lot of uh, facilitation tools rather than just teaching is where industry is going. It's been going there for many, many years. But, you know, you and I deal with adults. They don't want a professor. They don't want to be lectured, right? They want to be facilitated. They want to be involved from, from, from the first five minutes. You want to get them involved, right? Because, yeah. you know, if we come in and lecture the 45 minutes, They'll, that's it. They're gone. They, they're not attending high school or university or master degree. You know, they are there to learn some life skills. Usually it doesn't have to be like you and I into that area, but, you know, it could be technical skills. doesn't matter. But it's a still a facilitation and getting people involved is the key to success. Um, does that help? Does that help to understand? It's just on a high level. I know that. You know, again, people get confused. Most that I see people getting confused, you know, therapy, coaching, and, and mentoring, as you mentioned, that, that that gets confused as well. No, I love I love your definition. I think you took it from a more practical aspect. Mine was more general sense, but no, this definitely clears it up. Even that added value to me, even though I thought I knew everything about coaching, so that's awesome. And um, adding to that, um, like when I first started, I remember... I, like obviously part of your assignment was to coach someone and I remember my first session with that client he was one of my best friends and I was a bit freaked out because it was a completely new experience to me uh, but maybe what reassured me was that he was my friend so it wouldn't be too embarrassing um, and I think that's the, the first tip don't freak yourself out when you're when you're trying something new in life and in coaching because say it's a new client and it's a stranger you're gonna have that sense of self-doubt it's it's natural but just have fun with it don't overwhelm yourself like i remember the only thing i regretted was that in the first session i was trying so hard to match everything i learned with what he was saying no it's it's so much simpler than that it's all just about listening you have the knowledge already stored in your mind in some part 
And as you hear the key terminologies and as you focus on each word he or she is saying, you will know the solution. But if you focus on that, no, you'll, you'll get lost in your thoughts. So just take it easy. Don't be discouraged. Um, also, I picked up a few tricks uh, when like, I'm sure, I'm sure you know them, uh, but it's like things that you can do while you're in the session to reassure the client. So for example, something he loved at least was when I'd recap what he said in like one or two lines. So he knows, okay, Kadeem is with me. Because one of the feedback, like I think in one session I was a bit exhausted. So my, you know, my focus was like 90% instead of 100. So he was like, maybe the only drawback I have was, or the only comment I have is that sometimes you repeat the question another way or something that we already covered. So, and that's another point, taking feedback from your client. Maybe not from strangers because that would seem a bit unprofessional, but with people you're practicing with. And I think the list goes on and you know, people would, would love to hear from you. But yeah, and maybe one last tip is, okay, so note-taking is essential. There's no argument about that. But also rewriting the notes, meaning like I'd have like five pages of notes after the session is over. So I'd open like a fresh document that same day or the next day and retype my notes again. So that sort of cements the notes that I took down. And it also makes it look appealing and easy and easy to the eyes. Um, so that will probably be my pieces, my main piece of advice in a nutshell. Um, and if you have any comments, please, or any advice for me, please let me know. No, no, that, I think that's really great. You know, when you said uh, you wanted to use like all the tools we learn, this is, you know, this is so natural for all the new coaches. And I tried to make it clear in the beginning to be careful with that. I'll never forget there was a, there was an individual, you know, when we went through this, there was, this was in person with his yeah. nine weeks program. And basically the individual said, okay, now we are in session six. So I'm going to coach tools from session six. I'm like, no, no, you know, you're not coaching session one, two, three, four, five. You are picking up these tools and as you go, you may or may not need them, right? But that's really, I mean, that's, that's, that's a common, you know, question or, you know, uh, misconception from the beginning. And then I had, uh, I just had another coach the other day asking me in a coaching, in a group coaching call, you know, um, struggling to what do I do when I meet my first client? How do I prepare? What's the process I follow? What's the questions I'm going to ask? And then another coach said, well, just listen, right? So this is all good, but in reality, you are a brand new coach. You can listen as much as you want, but you're going to have to, you're going to have to interact with this person, yeah. right? So, so preparing, especially in the beginning, there's nothing wrong to think of some questions. First of all, to hopefully you already know something about the client, uh, yeah. right? So you did a taking form and you understand a little bit what they really want to do. But it's nothing wrong to at least, you know, to prepare your opening or ending question. Or, hey, you may never ask them, but it's okay yeah. to have, to come up with a little process. And yeah. In coaching, there's really no pro there's no process because once you really know this, you walk in, you are prepared for the session, and you listen and you coach. I mean, that's really what it is because you have all the tools in your toolbox and you pull them as you need them. Yeah. You don't think about it, but that takes a while to get there. So True. again, nothing wrong to prepare 
to uh, come up with a little process that works for you. And just please be, you know, uh, don't get stuck with that. And uh, don't be like, oh, I didn't ask that question that I wanted to ask. Because it's not about what you're going to ask. It's about coaching the client. And you, you obviously did the right thing, right? Which was about stepping back and, and, and listening and coaching. And, and by the way, there is a time when all of us, even very experienced coaches, will lose a client. Look, we're human. This does happen, right? Yeah. And my, my recommendation when it does happen, don't play like, oh, I don't know what he said, but I'm not going <laughs> to, I'll just move on, right? Listen, you can just say, honestly, listen, I'm really sorry, John. You know, hey, I had some trouble, you know, personal with my family, with my kids, and I just lost last minute what you said. I'm so sorry. I should yeah. be paying 100% attention, but, you know, this happened. And look, if, if that bothers this person, that's that's okay. You may he or she may not be the right client. But you know, in the beginning, of course, you're and you don't want to like repeat this every session. Oh, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't well, work either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I think uh, you, you shed light on a very important point and that's creating the questions. Uh that's also like I think I read an article before I coached him about how to ask the right questions, and then they had like a list of 20 tips that you should follow and I think the ones that I remember the most was that don't make them too vague or general be very specific and it has to be leading somewhere so it's not like just a question out of curiosity you know it has to because you're obviously I don't know like how many I think you told me that's also another important point you told me or you shocked me it's more like it that the session shouldn't be more than 45 minutes I think and our session I don't know, I think it lasted the first time like 90 minutes or something. So that was also very important, not to take too long or too too much time. Um, yeah. Is that the ideal time, like 45 minutes? 45 minutes to one hour. These are like general, you know, a lot of people do one hour session depending on the client. 45 to one hour because it's, it's, it's exhausting for you and for the client. Mm. Right? It's exhausting for you and for the client. I, I wanted to... Just touch base on something when you said leading questions. I want to be careful with this because we ne we should never like lead our client to something. Yeah. I just want to make it clear. So yeah. I know what you meant, but just so for the listeners, right? So we're not going to lead them. We'll ask them questions that will help them uh, make their decision and move from the point A to point B, right? And and yeah. often to, for, to clarify for themselves. We yeah. don't want to clarify for them. But again, like I said, often they will come with one thing. And as you go through coaching, there will be actually something else later on. And uh, yeah, and, and again, just, you know, you have all these tools that you learn and you practice. And, uh, uh, you know, you started with a friend, which was fine. Uh, sometimes it's really difficult to start with friend. And I suggest, I suggest you know, uh, better start with stranger than friend. Because friend is a friend, and uh, you know when you start coaching, and especially if you do it for free, I mean, so why? How terrible could it be? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, if you don't charge the person, like, hey, you know, you're making it clear that you are practicing, but you will also, you know, provide a lot of value. And yeah. especially again, if you do it for free, then there's really nothing to worry about. <laughs> nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, speaking of that. Um, because uh, as you know, for, or as you may recall from my graduation speech, I had that bit of doubt at the beginning of, okay, should I be a coach or not? 
because as I said, it's completely different from training. So for anyone who's thinking about it, okay, um, what are some of the qualifications or like things that you should have or work on to feel like, okay, I can be a coach or I'm ready to be a coach? I love this question. What are some of them? So uh, I probably differ from some of the other people in the industry, but not, but some, but a lot of people are also on my side. So, so here's what I think. It all depends. Coaching is a wide term. Who do you want to coach, right? Who are your coaching clients? Are you coaching one-on-one? Are you coaching, are you doing executive coaching? Are you coaching inside organizations? Um, are you doing group coaching? Are you doing coaching inside the government institutions? The reason I said this is because if your plan is to go to corporate world and do some executive coaching and also uh, do some governmental work, the chances are you will need credentials because they will ask for it. However, if you are looking just to coach one-on-one individuals, um, then the chances are they will not ask. But, but let me tell you what's the more, most important. Yeah. For my coaches, and I'm actually working right now as we speak with, with an amazing executive coach. Yeah. And I made it very clear. I don't care about any of your certifications. I don't, I'm not going to read it. I don't need it. All I care is, can you help me? It took me a long time to find somebody in a specific area where I wanted, which is in yeah. this business. Right? But all I want to know is, can you help me in this area? I don't yeah. care about any, and, and most of people really are like me. Can you help me with this? And a lot of big names, you know, can, you know, you know, Tony Robbins doesn't have any coaching ICF certifications, uh, right? Yeah. You don't, if you, you really need to be good. That's the key. Uh, again, you can get your certification. And it's funny. I am the one saying this who's basically issuing you know, under the Life of Sex Academy certifications. But I always make it clear, don't take this program for the piece of paper. If that's the case, go somewhere else. True. You're going to take my program because you want to be a really great coach. Yeah. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. Yes, you'll get paper at the end, but that's not, don't that be the reason for you to take it. I think it's, it's really, really important. That's, that's my view. And again, nothing wrong if you want to go for it. You know, we do have uh, some of the students that you basically know who took the PPMC, learn a lot, but they want to really get to ICF. Go for it, right? Go, keep, you have to keep learning. Yeah. You know, I keep learning. I'm never going to stop until yeah. I'm here on this beautiful planet and until I, you know, am helping people. But, uh, yeah, so that, that's really the key. You know, the key for you is to learn a lot. Yeah. To, to be one of the best. And with or without any piece of paper. That's because again, but here's, this is what's important. Yeah. Coaching industry today is not, um, um, what's the right word? It's, it's not like a therapy. It's not. Uh, it's like, 
I think it's it's growing. It's a, it's a developing industry. A lot of people want to get into coaching, but not a lot of people can do it properly. That's, that's my point of view. Right, right. But there are no certain requirements that you have to met. If you want to be uh, a therapist, there yeah. are many different things that you have to do. With coaching, yeah. you may just, which is good and bad. It's good yeah. and bad. I agree. For the clients, it's good and bad because, you know, there was an, you know another question came up on coaching call. Okay, so... Why, how would I, why would I go with Kareem versus John, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's to work on your credibility. Yeah. And there are so many different ways to establish that. But, you know, I need to know that you are good. And that's really what clients care. I mean, honestly, I never in my, in my coaching one-on-one -on -one career had anybody asking me what certifications do I have. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you shouldn't get it. Again, I want to make it clear. That's not mm -hmm. the point. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like all those successful people who don't have college degrees. I don't care if you graduated from university, as long as there's impact involved. It's not all about papers and certifications, as you said. And I think the point that I really agree with is the, uh, the last one about basically practicing. You have to, um, in addition to learning, you have to practice with different clients. I mean, I definitely noticed a, a big change between the first session that I gave with my client and the fifth session. It's completely different. And also, I think patience and good listening skills are, are key. Um, maybe that's one of the, maybe that's one, because to be patient, you have to have not a calm life, but you have to have time. And so I thought, like, I have so many plans right now. I can't start coaching. I won't give my clients 100% dedication. That's basically contradicting the purpose of it all. So uh, that's why I, I currently, as you know, uh, planning or launching training sessions with some other fellow students. Coaching will be the second or third stage. Um, so coaching is not something to take lightly. It needs 100% dedication, not something that you do on the site. Again, that's from, from my perspective. I agree 100%. And don't think that you will be doing, you know, eight coaching sessions a day. Not because you're not going to have eight clients. You might have 15. But yeah. you're not going to be successful, on, you know, if you want to do it right, especially in the beginning, right? It's, it, it, is the, it is the exhausting at the end. If you really put yourself 100% into the session, I'm telling you, it's exhausting at the end of each session if you do it right. If you're not exhausted, you, <laughs> you're not doing it right. <laughs> I completely agree. I'd always want to go to bed after every session because my mind was was completely drained after each session. So I, I agree. Um, okay, so that's regarding. So this I think will like encourage beginner coaches and any expert coaches who might be hesitant. Um, I think also for me, stories really inspire me, like success and failure stories. Maybe failure stories more than success, successful ones. Um, so for me, it was always the, the, the time when my client would come and say he applied a certain uh, like a piece of advice or he, no, that's not what coaches do, but like basically he took my advice and he applied a certain method from his own side and it worked out. Sometimes they wouldn't, but when it worked out, I feel this, I don't know, this sense of motivation. So are there any stories uh, that you remember or that, you know, like when you think, Oh, I really impacted him. Oh, I really changed his life. Uh, does anything come to mind? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm, 
I've been really lucky and fortunate that, that there are a lot of stories uh, that I can, you know, recall. Uh, but the other day, a client called me, my former client, my former client, uh, big businessman. I mean, this guy is like doing so well. You know, I know him in many, many years, but I, I was coaching years ago. And basically, he called me to ask me if I would coach him something on the business side. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was not ready uh, because what, exact, what he wanted to do, I just wasn't, that was not my area, right? So we talked about it and, he, you know, he said to me, you know, um, he said to me the other day he was uh, with his wife and that was one of the things that we did a lot. It was, it was about relationships, you know, it was very, very successful, but the relationship with his wife and kids were just, you know, not there. Or successful, good relations with Nadia, and uh, and he basically said that you know he did something that what we were going through coaching sessions, and his wife said, "Are you still getting coaching? Is is Bradson still your coach?" So <laughs> you know this is like you know great years later that he's basically living, he's living these sessions. He's he's he, he you know his life totally changed, and uh, and and his wife has been noticing this for all these years. And uh, it's it's really you know this is how you know you can impact people, help them regardless if it's business or personal relationships or happiness or you know uh, uh, certainly that yeah that's that's just one that came to my mind because he called me the other day so it was really cool it's really cool yeah. and, and also now that I said this story also please be careful and don't just take every client because they want to be your client it has to be a match not only that. Um, Client believes that you are the best and the right coach, but you have to believe that the client, that your client, right, is the right client for you. That's yeah. my big. People don't really understand, like, but why? If they think I'm the great coach and they know my capabilities, why do I have to? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because because it's very very important that you feel 100% comfortable, then you can you can help that client. I think that's a very valid point. It's not about it definitely. It's all about the um, the impact. Um, another thing is that like okay, life coaching. It's not like one type. Like there are so many branches, as you taught us. There's you you can be a life coach, but specialize in resilience, changing your habits. Da, da, da. Maybe the client that comes to you, building on your point, uh, needs help in an area that you don't have, you know, any expertise in or enough experience. And as you said, you want business coaching okay maybe now it's your area of expertise but it wasn't back then so i can definitely relate to your uh, to your story yeah uh, and, and, and just just to mention even with business coaching like i coach clients in business but this was a very very specific business yeah. right that 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 he needed help that i really didn't have a lot of insights so again yeah. he thought i can do it he said yes you can i was like no i can't <laughs> sorry sorry i'm dropping you man you can't be my client yeah. this time so yeah. yeah be careful with that yeah there yeah there are no hard feelings when it comes to professionalism um i think the probably the last point and i know this might need a separate session and everything but um what are the like the for anyone who's currently practicing coaching not a beginner one what are some of the challenges like i think i mentioned a few at the beginning but what are one or two of your main challenges that you face, maybe even until today, because as we know, obstacles never end. So, yeah. so I think it's, um, so it's, it's, it's different for new coaches versus the challenges that I, that I, you know, face today. Um, so for new coaches, 
you know, really the biggest thing is learn as much as you can, practice as much as you can. When you feel you good, don't be afraid to charge a lot of money for services because, yeah. because they remember they're not paying you for 45 minutes of your time. They're yeah. paying you to help them solve the problem. They're paying you to help them improve their life and there's no price on that. So that's where a lot of, because I hear this a lot. I don't know how much to charge. Whatever I say, if I say 25 bucks, they say it's a lot, right? So, so, so that's what I hear a lot from new coaches. So that's, that's one thing. And you have to build that confidence that you are good. And if you're not yeah. good, it's a different story. You have to really, right? I mean, I'm not saying, you know, go ahead and charge 1000 bucks, you know, if you really don't know what you're doing. But, but, you know, when you get really, really good, just don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid to uh, charge, uh, you know, what you think is the right rate. And uh, don't try to keep your clients for a long time just because they're paying you. Uh, that's really another really, really important one. And when a client is ready, just move on. Move on and go to another client. So basically, don't be materialistic um, and follow your inner values. Nothing external or uh, nothing temporary. Everything that's you know, has an impact on yourself and the people around you. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think I think the key is, and here's, again, when I see a lot of coaches, they focus on what am I going to do next and tomorrow, next week. You have to look at your strategy. If this is going to be your business, now, yes, this needs like 30 more sessions. Now we talk about business plan, financial plan, Plain execution, you know, global presence, search engine optimization, website, products, services, right? But but make, look at your strategy. Don't just yeah. say, I want to be a coach and, and then, you know, oh, I, let me get my first client. Yeah. With a break on that, create your business plan. It's really, 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 really important. That's where most of your energy should go in the beginning. Totally. 100% agree. Yes. Cool. That's My great. friend, this was fun discussion. I hope uh, this will be valuable to our listeners. And uh, certainly learning a lot of lessons from you as, as a new coach are uh, extremely valuable for, for, for new, new, new coaches and new people in this practice. So thank you so much. Fun. This was great. We'll chat again, right? <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I'll be seeing you very soon. Thank you so much, Brock. Thanks, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Become the Life Success Academy founding member. Go to academyoflifesuccess.com and click on founding member to get 60% off full membership.